Black Girl in Ome creates space for women of color to breathe easy. We promote holistic wellness and inner beauty for women of color. We encourage self-care, self-love, and self-empowerment for communities of color. This is Lauren Ash and Dion Ivory. And thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Here we go. <clears throat> Here we go. Hello, hello. Hey, hello, hello. 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 Hey, Yes. Thought we'd start it off with a little ditty for y'all. Little ditty. I'm literally done. I am literally done. I think Erica would be proud. I think she would be proud too. You know, that's like one of my moms. Her, Tracy. Um, who else? Salon, she's like my sister. She can't be my mama. She's like your, yeah, your big sis. Yeah, she's like my big sister. Wait, but then how can I be your mom? You always call me mom. I do call you mom. Oh, that's a good question. Okay, we'll come back to that. But, we will. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so you guys, we're so excited to be back. We are. Oh, my God, so excited. It's been a long time. We've been missing y'all. Y'all been missing us, you know, mutual love and everything. Yes. Yes. And we were so happy Um, literally a few weeks ago right before we you know, we're putting the finishing touches on our plans for the season. We got some Love and Saint hair on. Yes. So um, they basically compiled a list of black voiced podcasts worth adding to your playlist. And mm-hmm. we were at the top. Y'all, we were really so nice. that bad boy. Head honchos. <laughs> Seriously, like that really means a lot. Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just means a lot. And I mean, I'm, I love Solange. And if she ever, if, she, if I find out that she's listening to Black Girl in Elm, oh, I would literally faint into oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so serious. Yes. Oh my God. But I'm sure she does because yeah. it's like black women talking about things that I'm sure she's interested in. Yeah. I mean, and it's great too, like thinking of the growth of this podcast over time mm-hmm. um, because we are just here striving to have conversations with. All of y'all. Conversations that we have anyway. Yes. With our friends, with people that are friends in our head. Mm. Like, you know. (laughs) And we just really are grateful also for all the feedback that you all gave us. Um, We're going to have conversations like we haven't had before. Yeah. And we want to just deepen everything. So keep all the feedback coming. Yes. Oh, my God. I just First of all, I feel like we're already growing. I feel so different during the season. I feel like, okay, season two was my first, like, full-on season, um, and I had a lot to learn, like, you know, discovering my own voice and, like, my own radio personality, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm comfortable with her, mm-hmm. you know, and I just feel like, you know, I'm getting my groove on, yes. you know? <laughs> when Dion got her groove back. <laughs> that's my movie. Well, it's Stella, but, yeah, <laughs> that's my movie, though. So, well, so we just decided that today we're going to ease into the season by just simply catching y'all up on some Mm -hmm. things about us. Yes. Um, As y'all know, sometimes we have conversations, just the two of us. Sometimes we invite our friends in. And today we just wanted to kind of give y'all some highlights about some things that we're thinking about, Mm -hmm. things that we've gone through, you know, and um, just, you know. Invite y'all into what's new. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. I like how you you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So, first of all, I don't know if you guys know, but Lauren and I are, like, we're very, very, very passionate about music. Like, I mean, Lauren is already curating, you know, playlists for Self-Care Sundays. Um, When we travel and do, oh, when we did the yoga tour. Yeah. She had these amazing playlists that went, you know, black women were like, oh, my God. Like, you know, put me on and all that stuff. She's really great at it. Um, And it's just, it's great to be in the company with someone who loves music as much as I do because um, music is actually my first love. Like, before photography and illustrations and all that stuff, I was literally writing music in the studio about to, like, do an EP, like, full on. I was performing at weddings. I was doing the most, y'all. Um, but, you know, God, you know, he allowed photography to come into my life. And so now I'm here and I ain't complaining because life is lit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so we just want to talk to you guys about, like, some music that we're listening to. Like, tw- this year has been a yeah. great year for music. Yeah. What's your favorite? Like, what's some uh, of your favorite albums? So, lately... Um, I have really been loving a lot of, like, very, as I perceive them, very, like, vulnerable black male vocalists Mm. who are also Mm singer-songwriters. So, um, Daniel Caesar, his album... 
has been speaking to me. <laughs> I'm closing my eyes right now, just imagining it. And it's so interesting because do you ever do you ever um, hear an artist and then like you like their music or whatever, but then like fast forward, like some time has passed and then you revisit it and you're oh, like, yeah. oh, so I heard his song. Um, shoot, what is the oh, one? Oh, the popular one. Uh, through love and silence. Yeah. We don't know the words, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, get you. Yes. Yes. So I saw that video when it first came out and I was like, this is kind of interesting and I like the vibe. Mm -hmm. And um, I just remember being like, it was a super quirky video. Um, You know, my boyfriend and I literally like 30 percent of our time spent together is watching music videos because he's a (laughs) producer and an artist. Mm -hmm. I love visual culture in general, but with music. Yes. You know, and then like when he started getting bigger, I'd say in the past few months, then I heard that song again, and I was like, wait. And then I looked at the video, and I was like, I saw this last year. I just didn't, like, he didn't have a full project out yet. Yeah. So I listened to his whole album last week when I was taking a bath, and I was like, dang. Like, there's so much just, like, it's, like, very sexy. It's very sensual. But it's also just very, like, vulnerable and very relatable. And I also just love to, like, learn all that I can about artists. Um, and I'm pretty sure I saw um, his breakdown of the song, um, I believe it's Genius the platform that does like the lyrics breakdown mm-hmm. so like an artist will literally oh, yes. speak all their I lyrics know you're talking yeah. About. yeah and it just brought it to a whole nother level for me it's yeah. like this idea of like with that song at least when everything is crumbling around you I have you and wow I never would have thought I would get someone like you it's like that like that like uh, y'all, I just need to start writing about music. Just the highest <laughs> level of gratitude. I have so many thoughts. Yeah, gratitude yeah. and also just like humility too. Yeah. Like he's literally like, I never would, like who would have thought? Who yeah. would have thought? And um, his whole album is just so beautiful. And then um, I'm really crossing my fingers that I can go see him this next month. You know, here in Chicago, we have Red Bull that's curating the 30 Days of Sound. So oh my 30 God, of I need to be there. Yeah, girl. Well, it's completely sold out, but you know, oh, I might be able to trash. pull a little, little you string. You know what? That's true. Get in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. A little media pass string. Yeah. So I'm live. really, like, hoping because that's my birthday month and I want to see him. Oh, it's not in December? It's in, oh, it's, it's in, in November. November. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that's a crazy month, too, already. Yeah. Because they're going to be traveling and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to try my best. And then the other artist that I love who also is in within the same vein, you know, vulnerable vulnerable black artist who's just beautiful is Moses Sumney. I know oh. he's also been like all the rage lately, but his latest album is just also like his voice is like so like I would describe it as like tender and like like just but he uses it in this way that also conveys a lot of strength at times. And I just, I also listened to his song when I was taking a bath, or his <laughs> album when I was taking a bath. And um, it's just very haunting. I just feel like at, th- at this time, politically speaking, you know, when there's so much, like, that's, there's so much that's being done to to really try and convey that, like, black people in general are, like, criminal or violent and or whatever. And soft and yeah. vulnerable. And, yes. Yeah, I know what you mean. So to me, music that really counters that narrative and shows like our vulnerability and our softness. Absolutely. And also like our resilience and our strength. And us just talking about love too yeah. is really, really important to me. So Black those love. two songs have been on rotation or those two albums have been on rotation. Yeah. First of all, when you did that, it reminded me of Hotation. Was Insecure? <laughs> yeah. When she did her little fingers or whatever, that was hilarious. Um, first of all, I saw Moses Sumney in 2014 when I went to South by Southwest in I'm Austin. I'm so jealous. This black, first of all, seeing him live, it's like it will teleport you somewhere. Like, you, I almost said the N word. <laughs> ah, the forgive me. <laughs> 
But seriously, like it will he will teleport you into like this like this just cloud nine. Like yeah. his voice is literally like butter. I know what it is to be broken and be bold. Tell you that my silver is gold. Though I'm much too old for make believe. And I know what it's like to be hold and not be held. Funny how stomach can fit. Seems satisfied cause it's well and swollen in you got me shooting across the sky like a star But nobody told me to never let it get too far It's in my silhouette so you stand and scared of me I feel like I'm just floating on clouds yes. and he's just so like pure and like raw and it's yes. just like how do you even come up with these lyrics like it's just so poetic yes. and it just grabs you and just yes. takes you in you know mm-hmm. that's how I feel when I listen to him yeah. um his album is just it's just so colorful it's playful I feel like it shows another like side to like black male artists as you were speaking to earlier yeah. like it's just so experimental yes you know very but, like, experimental emotional yeah. in an emotional way it's like I'm yep. not afraid to go here. Yeah. I'm gonna go here, you know. And have uh, you seen his? Um, so last week I started looking through his um, videos. They are another at, level. Trippy. Girl, don't even. Mm, don't like, even. Mm. Next level. And there's also a, a thread through them. There's this like figureless person that he has in at least I think two, maybe three videos of his that I've seen. Uh-huh. Like it's basically clearly a person, but they don't have eyes and they're just kind of like this. It's the form of a human, mm-hmm. but they don't have all these things that we usually associate with being human. Oh. And I feel like he's telling a story through that and I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, I need to go and one that, do some investigating. Yeah. There's one where there's like this mermaid figure. There's one where it's this figure that you don't see the face of and um, but you see the person's spine and muscles moving and dancing to the beat. It's just very interesting. That's just so conceptual. Yes. First of all, when people come out with conceptual projects like that, I'm like, you are literally an alien. Because how do you even think of yes. something this, ma- you know, yes. this insane? Yes. But yeah, Moses Sumney is dope. Another, an album that I've enjoyed, which I think everybody has enjoyed, is Control. Yes. SZA. I brought a newsletter to let you know I'm really leaving and no, I'm not keeping your shit. Heard you got some new homies, got some new hobbies, even a new hoe too. Maybe she can come help you. Maybe she can come lick you. After we're done, or it's done, it's done. I don't want nothing else to do with it. Let me tell you a secret. I've been secretly banging your homeboy. Why you in Vegas? Yeah, like she stole my heart <clears throat> with the first song, Supermodel, mm. because that is just brutal honesty coming from a black woman about just the way she looks yeah. and the way she knows that, you know, black men perceive black bodies and like big booties and all of this going on. And even the video, mm-hmm. I was like, bro, dang this girl. Like, because the first, her first EP or whatever, I think it was called, ooh. I forgot, I think Z, I forgot what it was. But, um, you know, she was very, like, she seemed very aloof, you know, very artistic, very mm. conceptual, but I didn't really know her. But this album was just very, very personal. Yeah. And it was extremely relatable on so many different levels. And yes. the fact that she wrote all of this. Yeah. From, like, her experiences, you know, with, with relationships and, yep. like, her own identity as a black woman. Yeah. I was just like, wow. Like, I just, and I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. Like, her interviews, the way she thinks, um, and she's just such a genuine, humble person. And I just really appreciate people who are in that in that space mm-hmm. of like, you know, celebrity and they're just like, girl, you not you and I are made from Dirt Brew. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. there's no difference between you and I. I'm just able to share my story on a bigger platform. Yeah. You know, that's all that means. So yeah, I really, I really, really enjoyed that album. Um I have to say I completely agree with you about her transition from her first um, yes. you know, EPZ. 
which is the name of it, oh, to control. Okay. Um, because I actually, I, I liked her general, like, aesthetic and sound. Yeah. But I wasn't yet believing her as an artist, yes. if that makes sense. Yes. You know, and we could debate all day, like, who am I to say I believe her or not? <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't uh-huh. believe her. Um, and then when she came out with this and I gave this new project a few listens, I was like, I believe her. And yes, it's absolutely relatable because she was able to get personal. She was mm-hmm. able to get more specific about her story, but in a way that everyone could connect with on some level. Right. You know? Um, I thought it was phenomenal. Oh, my God. Yeah. She killed that album. I was Mm -hmm. like, she owned every flaw. And it was just like, this is me. You know, I'm here naked in front of Mm y'all. And I I think that's what makes people so great. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you're not this elusive figure. It's like I can connect with you, you know, and there's healing in that. So I really, really appreciate um, that album. I've also been listening to a lot of Sade Yes, going back. I've been going so... You know what's so funny? Whenever I listen to, like, music from, like, the 90s or from the 80s or whatever, um, it takes me to this place of, like, no pressure to to be anything but myself because during that time, there was, like, no cell phones. Mm. Um, like, there was no need to... Well, I was born in the 90s, so I don't know how people were thinking back in the 80s. <laughs> but, like, there was just no pressure to, like, just be anyone else. And so when I listen to that music, it's really soothing. It's yeah. so soothing. Same thing when I listen to gospel music. When I listen to gospel music, I feel like all of my worries just disappear because I'm no longer focusing on myself. I'm focusing on God. Yes. And like, it's just really, oh God, it's to cleanse. I'm like, Lord, thank you, Jesus, because <laughs> life is stressful out yes. here. I know it seems like we're out here winning, which we are mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways, but there we are, are not exempt. There are some challenges, y'all. There are a lot of challenges, there exactly. There are some challenges. Yeah, so, man, I just, I love music. It's just, it's a big part of my life. And I listen to it as much as I can all day, every day. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I wish we had music right now. Like, you know, uh, as a soundtrack to our voices, to our stories. Right I think now. we can make that happen. I think we should. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> well, um, we, you know, as Dion said, we're obsessed with music, and so we want to definitely have more conversations where we can mm-hmm. talk about what we're listening to. Um, and like Dion mentioned, um, we do also have music curated for all of you. So. I create playlists for self-care Sundays, but they're also just like bops for like the, the day, you yeah, know, bops. <laughs> <laughs> if you want some music at work, if you're on a commute, mm-hmm. um, I'll link to it in the show notes for this episode Good so job. you can easily find it because sometimes it's hard for some reason to find stuff. We use Spotify. Uh, we do also have a SoundCloud that has some like throwbacks from literally like the first year of Black That is Chrono. honestly hilarious. <laughs> and if you guys have any music or artists you want to put us on to, please yeah. do because I love discovering new people to be obsessed with. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. So that's what we're listening to. Uh, we also wanted to share with you all some things that we've been learning Ooh. lately. Wow. We've been learning a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Jesus. First of all, how long have we been gone? Like four months? Yeah. I think we stopped. Three to four like months in June? June. Yeah. So July. So it's been a minute. August, September. Yeah. Oh, well, three months. It's been, mm-hmm. a, it's, it's been a minute. Yeah. And y'all know, hell, a lot can change in one day, yeah. let alone three months. Yeah. Um, and a lot has happened. <laughs> uh, one thing that I've learned, we can go back and forth. Um, oof, I learned that I cannot take it personal when people aren't willing to do things that I'm willing to go out of my way to do for them. You know, like I can't take it personal when people don't serve them or people don't serve me in the ways that I serve them because people are entitled to, you know, honor, like, their values and their beliefs or whatever at any given time. Um, And it's like, who am I to come into your life and change that Mm -hmm. for you? And, you know, that's something I had to learn because, I I mean, reciprocation, it's an expectation, but you don't have to do anything for me. You don't have to reciprocate a feeling, you know, an action, an act of service, anything like that. And a lot of times I would... I would attack a person's character because they didn't do something that I wanted them to do. But it's like, Dion, you don't know this person's story. Yeah. You don't know, like, you know, what doing this would mean to them or what they believe in or what they've been taught or their values or their whatever. So, you know, God has been teaching me to just not be a judgmental person and just let people be themselves, which is what I want to be because I wouldn't want someone attacking me for honoring my instincts or honoring my values. Um, So that's a huge lesson. I mean, I'm not perfect at it. Like I'm still, it's still trial and error. Um, But I do acknowledge that I have been doing that. Um, And so I'm just learning how to not take it personal. 
That's a word. You saw me over here shaking my head. (laughs) That's something that I think is just always a constant, like learning and relearning, learning and relearning. And I think that when you can um, be in a state of like not mastering it, because I don't think with any of these things we ever master. Right. But like when you can be in a state of like practicing it more, it's actually quite liberating too. It is. Because then we're not as concerned with anybody else. We're Mm -hmm. just like, all right. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not going to dwell on why this person will or won't reciprocate this for me. I'm yeah. going to keep it moving yeah. and wish them well. That's real. And so often we feel so obligated to reciprocate when we don't have to. We don't you have to don't do anything. Have to. You don't have to at yeah. all. Yeah. Dang. I don't even know. I mean, I think because we care so much about what people think. Yes. You know? And it's just, and what people are saying about us or not saying about us. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but yeah. what you're doing always, whether it be a reaction or you acting to do something, yeah. should be rooted in love, you know, and a desire to to want to do it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but then I understand sacrifice. That's a whole nother word. I'm not going to get into it. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That so, was beautiful. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I'm learning about, and I, I don't feel like I talked about this at the end of last season. I feel like it was like after it, but this book that I have added to my collection of like life and spiritual growth books, um, Radical Acceptance by, um, Tara Brock. So Tara Brock is a therapist. She's also like, um, probably three to four decades long practitioner of Buddhism mm-hmm. and, she breaks down <laughs> why radical self-acceptance is such a tool for just, like, living a more compassionate life, both for yourself and for other people around you, for living a more, um, like, free and liberatory life, one that, like, is not free from suffering, so to speak, because life has a great deal of suffering, but Mm -hmm. one that's like, once you stop attaching yourself to this idea that, um, you know, you're supposed to always be at peace. So you're supposed to always feel loving or Mm. always feel compassionate. Mm -hmm. Like we, we so oftentimes beat ourselves up for not feeling those things. And that causes another layer of like unnecessary, like turmoil and stress. And there's so many amazing gems in here. Um, I've, I really enjoyed a couple months ago, um, processing a lot of it in self-care Sunday um, with the the women who showed up because it was like really speaking to me and I was like we need to talk about this yeah (laughs) Um, but like she shares for example um, the importance of really naming what you're experiencing oh mm -hmm. um, because sometimes we don't accept ourselves fully we don't accept ourselves as whole beings we accept the fact that we're, you know, known for being nice to people. We accept the fact that we're good at what we do in our career. Mm-hmm. We accept the fact that we are um, maybe, like, a good partner. But, like, we might not accept the fact that, like, you know, we hurt someone a long time ago and we never reconcile that. Or yeah. that we, um, you know, aren't great at forgiving. Or yeah. that we're um, dealing with, I don't know, something, right? Mm-hmm. And what happens when we don't really accept and like name like the entirety of what we're experiencing is like we're just compartmentalizing a lot of like trauma or pain mm-hmm. or like aspects of our identity that are actually like okay. And she talks about um, like a really simple um, action that you can start doing. Um, for example, like let's say you and I got into an argument and I started to realize like you know, I'm not feeling so good about like where I'm at right now. Rather than being like, let me just tuck that away and keep it moving, like literally pausing and saying, and n- naming out loud or silently like what it is that I feel, you know, saying yeah. like upset, hurt, angry, <laughs> feeling like a mess, feeling ugly, you know, yeah. all those things. And something powerful can happen when you start to name precisely what it is you're experiencing rather than pretending it doesn't exist. Mm. She has like a really powerful anecdote of this man who had um, Alzheimer's and he was actually a clinical psychologist um, of like decades, right? And he was still traveling and speaking to students and lecturing, but he was also very aware of what was happening. And one time when he sat down to deliver a lecture, literally everything escaped his mind. Like Alzheimer's, right? And instead of like, letting that fear overtake him completely, he started naming exactly what he was experiencing in that moment out loud to this group of students. And, you know, it was like, feel like I'm going to die. Feel like I don't know where I am. Scared. Like, all of this stuff. And then he came out of it, and he said that everyone was, like, 
staring at him speechless. Some people had tears in their eyes. They were like, we've never seen someone be so vulnerable about what it was that they're experiencing. So that really, that's like one of the many gems (laughs) of this book. But I've been trying to get better at it because I'm just done with like compartmentalizing, you know, I'd like to be done with it at least. And it's just so important to name to name my experience. Yeah. The good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful. Yeah. It's really important to name it. So you know what? That to me, that communicates <clears throat> it just makes me think that sometimes we're just afraid to be human. Yeah. You know, like a lot of times we operate like robots or we have these expectations of ourselves like, you know what, I'm not the woman who cries or I'm not the woman who it's girl, it's okay. Yeah. Feel those feelings. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you know, when people are going through breakups or deaths or whatever, like grieve, cry, go through those emotions, feel angry. Yeah. You have God gave you emotions to feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And ooh girl, that was <laughs> wow. Ooh. There's so like like there's so much goodness to it. Like I quite honestly y'all wanna go in for like thirty more minutes. <laughs> maybe we'll pick this as a book, uh book club selection, or maybe I will. we could talk about like just Buddhism as a philosophical and spiritual practice because I'm really drawn to it right now, um, you know, for an episode. But it's just, it gives just great perspectives on a lot of things that um, that I think you can process in more, like, um, intimate ways with, like, someone like a therapist or something. But this book helps you kind of, like, learn how to also process it on your own, which is yeah. great. Like, it's filled with, like, meditations and, like, tangible, practical yeah. tools for you. Uh, yeah. Mm, that's good. I love that. That was that was a good reflection. Yeah. Um, this is another one I have and probably my last one because um, I know we can talk about this all day long. Because yeah. <laughs> we're always learning. We're always that's learning. What life is for. Um, one thing that God has been teaching me is that, like, I am not responsible for anybody's happiness but my own. And I should stop, you know, putting that burden on myself um, to make people or their responsibility of like make making people feel happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the expense of like just myself. A lot of times Um, I'm called a love and love is not synonymous with happy. You know, so I'm called to love you, but that doesn't mean. Say that again. (laughs) Yeah. Say that again. (laughs) Wow. For real. I'm, I'm called to love. Right. But love is not synonymous with happy. And and that's something that God has been teaching me. Like, I'm done with you in this finger. For Stop. real, though, because that kind of even connects with what we were just talking about. The uncomfortable. Like, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. Yes. You have to be willing to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And you shouldn't expect <laughs> to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, love. Girl. OK, keep going. Seri- girl. So, I mean, that's been difficult because I told you, like, I. I'm a people's person, yes. and, like, a lot of times when people are angry or upset and I'm around them, I feel like it's my job to, like, take you out of this headspace. Yes. That's not that's not what I'm called to do. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a void that needs to be filled, and yeah. I can't feel that. I'm only human. I'm just as wretched as you are, yeah. you know, and God feels that. I'm just supposed to be here loving you, serving yeah. you the best way that I can, but I... I would be unhappy because I couldn't make you happy. And yeah. we'd both be unhappy. <laughs> you That's know, so like, real. What, what productivity is in that? You know, like, where, where's the gain in that? That's so real. And uh, you're, like, kind of convicting me, too, right now, because I actually recently had, like, um, just, like, a disagreement slash, like, you know, just there's tension between you and someone you're close with. And you're like, why is this even happening, yes, girl. right? Mm-hmm. So I ended up apologizing. But then, of course, my apology, um, like... Basically, after I apologized, the person who I was in this, you know, tense situation with didn't, of course, give me what I would want after the reaction that I want. So basically, it wasn't a real apology because my apology was contingent on a certain Mm. reaction, right? So then when that Mm. happened, then I just kind of like said, you know, something about like, well, I apologize, you know? And it's like that, I think, directly speaks to what you're talking about, where you're just called to love. You're called to, you know— be as as compassionate as you can to someone yes. else. And that, but that doesn't always mean that it's going to feel good for mm-hmm. you. Oh. And it doesn't always mean it's going to feel good for the other person. It Ooh. should be as as non-conditional as possible. It's so hard, though. All of this that we're talking about is so hard. It is so hard, girl. <laughs> this is adulting, okay? Yes. When God makes you aware of, like, <laughs> what's what's really going on, what really needs to happen, you'd be like, Ugh. okay, yeah. all right, it's okay, I get it. It is a practice every day. All this is a practice. Yes, girl. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> One more thing that I've been learning okay. um, is just the importance of um, something that I always share, which is following your curiosity. Mm-hmm. So 
as adults, when we're in this adulting space, we oftentimes think, oh, you know, if I wanted to do X, Y, Z with my life, the time was in the past to do that. I should have studied that in school. I should have gotten a head start. There's all these people around me who are already good at it. I can't explore that, right? Yeah. And one of those things for me is like really, um, like really, really owning that I'm like a writer and um, that that's one of my gifts that like not only is something that I've been blessed with, but also something that like I feel a very strong conviction that like I have to yes. really hone it and I mm-hmm. have to really like share it with, you know, the world essentially and like continue to like hone my voice as a writer and say a lot of things that I have to say. I have a lot of things to say that yes. I have not said. Um, and so for me, that also links to not just um, cultivating my writing practice more, but also reading a lot more mm-hmm. because I think that the more that you read and the more that you well, I'll speak for myself. The more that I read and the more that I expose myself, especially to other, like, black women writers who have written, like, really amazing, prolific work, like, then that will spark ideas in me, but that will also let me know what hasn't yet been said and, like, how I can kind of, I like, contribute that. my unique voice to yeah, the conversation. I so, love that. Yeah, I've just been, like, prioritizing it because I just feel such a conviction around it, like yeah. I said, and I feel such, like, a... Uh, a draw toward it and there's like no excuse really for me I love that to not chase after it absolutely yeah. and I love that you spoke to like basically there's never it's never too late of a time to follow your curiosity because like if you're called to do something or if you feel really passionate about something I'm sure that passion like there's a purpose to it yeah you know like somebody talked about um like you know, there's so many bloggers, right? But not everybody, not every blogger writes like you, yeah. you know? Or there's so many women who's, you know, writing books or whatever. Okay, your book yeah. may have something that needs to be said to, that speaks to somebody differently than the yeah. other books that are already out there. Exactly. Um, sometimes it's not about how many people you can reach, but sometimes, like, it's just that one person yes. or those five people or yeah. those 70 people that really needed to hear it, yeah. you know, and their lives can be transformed by your courage to yes. go out and do something that's already, quote-unquote, being done. Yeah, and then it's also, like, such a part of your own development, too. Like, yes. you know this, you know, with your photography and with your illustration, it's not just a beautiful um, way to, to share your gift with other people, but you are changed for the ways that you're yes. experiencing creating that art. You right. Know? Like for me, like writing is a, a really powerful way for me to reflect on a lot of things. And how am I maybe shortchanging myself by choosing not to really focus on this as a craft, yeah. but also as an act of self-care and self-love. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. I love that. Got work to do. Yes. All y'all better be inspired. Whatever y'all <laughs> sitting on, you need to get off your, your ashes. <laughs> And go do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. This is good. Wow. This is good. So um, thought we could also share what we have been cultivating in terms of self-care. Ooh. Mm. What are some of our... Discipline. Ooh, discipline. Yes. Like, discipline and consistency. So... I've been following the same skincare routine for about three months now, and it's really paying off. Good. Girl, I was like, oh, girl, I'm, you know I would come to you. I'm like, girl, I'm doing this. Now I'm doing that. Now yeah. That, you know? And yes. then, ooh, Changing weak. it up a lot. Changing yeah. it up, and then end up looking weak than a mug. <laughs> <laughs> but I told God, I was like, okay, Lord, I'm going to stay committed to this, you know, because commitment creates beautiful things. Yes. If you stick with it, bro, yes. like the results are Ooh, phenomenal. I love that. Um, and so I've been doing that. I've been working out. I, I did kind of follow up a bit because, girl, sometimes life just gets so overwhelming. It and does. you're like... And it's okay. It is okay. guess what? Knock yourself down and try again. <laughs> what she say? What did you say? <laughs> if at first you don't succeed... Girl, first of all, what was you saying? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that's yourself off the dragon. Seriously. Like, literally, y'all, self-care and wellness is not this linear thing. Or it's, it's not this, um, it is a linear thing, excuse me. <laughs> it's not a, um, it's not a graph that only goes up. Yeah, you know? preach, preach It's on not today. like you're just building and building and always getting more, more and more perfect. Yeah. It's like, it's the most important thing that when you get off to come back to it. Yeah. So you, we have to rewind, though, because you you know that they want to hear your skincare routine. Oh, girl. <laughs> okay, so let me tell y'all. Let me lace y'all up real quick. <laughs> so long story. I went to North Carolina, ate some food I shouldn't have eaten, came back. My skin just, oh, my God, exploded. I was like, oh, my God. So I was going to do this caveman regimen. 
which is basically don't touch your face at all. But wow. I've, but I, but there are people who have amazing results from it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, Dion? You're doing all of this stuff, like using all of these unnatural products on your face. Maybe you're irritating your skin. I was using the Clarisonic, yeah. and I'm like, my, prior to me even getting acne, I wasn't doing all of this. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to just calm down. And I was like, I'm just going to use jojoba oil. Yeah. So I just started using jojoba oil and literally like, bro, like my skin is cl- like... I know I've been saying, I know I said in the past it was clearing up, but like right now, like yeah. I, it's, it's like, yes, Good. it is, it is, yes. And so I just been using jojoba oil to wash my face and grapeseed oil to moisturize. And I've also been doing research about linoleic acid and like, mm. you know, different types of oils you should use based on oily skin, yeah. combination skin. You, you, you have to put in work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But so it's just real natural. It's real basic. But basic works for me. Good. Like all that other stuff, child. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, great. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so that, um, also too, you talking about self-care being a linear situation. Yeah. Um, also a part of that journey is self-compassion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is so important. Mm-hmm. Like I can't beat myself up because I stopped working out for like two weeks. Yes. Yeah. I was like, ugh. But I was like, Because what good does that do? Exactly. What good does that do? When you just wallow in just, you know, your misery from And we all not do it. Out. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's not that we don't do it. Yeah. But it's just like <laughs> knowing that it's not productive. Yes. You know? Exactly. Um, is, I think, important to keep in mind. Right. And yeah. then I've also, um, okay, so I've been working on my buns. That's really... <laughs> Like your ha- oh my your actual booty, booty right? <laughs> my this is my operation. Operation buns lifted waist snatch. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so so first of all, I tell my husband he was like, "You're already fine." I'm like, "Thank you." You know yes. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But I, you know, I have some goals of mine that I want to you know do yeah. for myself. Yeah. So um yeah that that and then journaling, which has been awesome because I've been able to name what I've been going through, Good. you know, and I feel more human by doing that. Yeah. I'm like, dang, this is how I'm really feeling okay. yeah, so that's been great. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what about amazing. you. So I've started taking baths more and listening to music when I'm in the bath. Mm-hmm. If you are taking baths and you're not putting Epsom salts in it, you're missing out on a crucial, crucial. Thing, okay, Epsom salts have magnesium in it, and magnesium is like a boost. It's like a boost. Like you could be feeling the worst, and once you get in there with that salt, you will come out feeling new. Um, and I also add a few drops of lavender essential mm. oil in there, so it smells good, and then it's yeah. also relaxing. Um, and I listen to music because it forces me to actually stay in the bath the whole time. Yeah, um, that's one of my new rituals. Um, I also have been. Um, continuing my skincare regimen, I have quite a few masks that I love to play with. So everything from like clarifying masks to like detoxing masks. And I mask like one to two times a week. And it's just, it's a fun thing to do because like I'll put it on and then I'll walk around my house while it dries. Exactly. It's it's just a part of my routine. It is fun. And my roommate likes to do it too. So like sometimes we mask together. That's hilarious. (laughs) That is hilarious. I would say that's important. Like for anyone who's like, who lives with someone who who also also say, um, who also cares about like self care or like, you know, skincare or just like any kind of wellness, Mm -hmm. like try and like, do that with your roommate because it's really going to help support you. Like my roommate actually recently started getting into CrossFit and even knowing that he's like also more into like fitness now encourages me to also continue. Definitely. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we Keeps worked out together once at the house a couple yeah. weeks ago and it was so much fun. Um, so, you know, use others around you as like a form of support. Um, what else have I been doing? Reading more. That's an act of self-care. I kind of spoke to that oh, earlier. Oh, yes. Reading, reading, of course. Yeah. And... I yeah, actually finished it. a book, which I have not done. I'm always like, ooh, I need to go read this book. And yeah. I'm like, hell, stop in the middle <laughs> of the book. Then I'll get another one. But yeah. Um, oh, wait. Related to fitness, though. So I'm doing this thing. So I'm turning 30 in November, and I'm so excited. And I'm doing this, like, 30-day fitness thing to 30. You're going to work out every single day for 30 days? So not every th- every day. I mean, that would be cool, but realistically, Ooh, no. But fuck. I'm on a 30-day journey at this new place, and it's um, it's um, bar yoga and then they have um cardio classes as well mm-hmm. and i'm gonna oh. go my goal is five classes a week of a combination of those things and this place it's crazy girl okay more so power i'm just saying you. like follow me on instagram <laughs> i'll be sharing about it i had the create like bar workouts are next level you need to come there with me i'm not gonna lie. i'm not gonna embarrass myself <laughs> y'all me and workout classes are do not do well I, I like to be in my home where i can be you know secluded <laughs> and and not fear other people looking at me. It's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 
I'm trying to think about, girl, I do a lot. I'm always having brain farts. Yeah. It's okay. But yeah. Oh, turmeric masks. Those are good. Which we're going to, we have some special guests coming. Yeah. Like, we're going to talk later about in the, the next season. episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Ooh, well, Lord. um, let's maybe share one more. Ooh, we can talk about our wins, right? Yeah. Let's talk about our wins. Again. We've been, we've had a lot of wins. I, like swimming, talk, inundated with heavily. Talk about Apple. Oh my God, you guys. So I'm so, I, I don't know why I said that like that, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so this is so funny. Last year, well, 2016, um, the week I got married, I was contacted by Apple to work with them, but I couldn't do it because it was literally just over. I was overwhelmed with too much. So I was like, dang, man, I missed my opportunity to work with them. And I was like, crap. Then last month, I got an email from Apple and Visco um, <clears throat> to lead a photo lab at the new Apple store on Michigan Street. Whoop, whoop. Um, guys, like, it is really, really insane. Like, I, my husband and I both um, are going to be leading a photo event. His is on the 26th, which is tomorrow, yes. and mine is on November 2nd. So I'm going to be there talking about my photography journey as a black woman, how Chicago has helped me shape my eye, <clears throat> And really just, um, you know, just really cultivate my craft. Um, and I'm going to be teaching people how to, like, create some fleeky photos, which is what I do best. So I'm so excited. It's and then gonna I'm going to be, be on a panel. It is going to be amazing. I mean, I'm the only woman, too, which is out of the three people that are speaking. So I'm like, oh, my God, I'm representing for women and black women on top of that. Yes. So that's super dope. Um, and then I'm going to be on a panel for Apple on the, the 16th. So I'm yeah, God is just great. I cannot believe this is happening. Um, and I'm just so excited to see all of my photos of, like, black people being displayed on this huge screen in front of all these folks. Um, so that's awesome. An another one I had in, what was it, the September issue? I was featured in, in Marie Claire magazine. Get it, girl. Yes, for um, their, like, fashion rodeo show, beauty, something, something. But when I saw my photo in there, and there's another friend of ours, Alexandria. Yeah. Um, she was featured as well. I was like, bro, like, yes. this is... This is next level. Because a lot of people don't know that fashion is also... Okay, anything that's artsy is a passion of mine. I've come to realize. Singing, yes. fashion, dancing, yes. whatever. <laughs> I'm really passionate about it. So that was awesome. And then there was another huge thing. Um, oh, I shot, for, I shot for Nike. Yes. Nike Chicago. And Lauren was... Oh, wait, you weren't at that one. But you're a part of Nike Air Society. Yes. But yeah, um, so that was huge so I'm just ranking up all of these yes. you know partnerships with like these global brands and it just feels good to just yeah. have been doing entrepreneur stuff for like a year and, yep. and being being here at this yep. moment y'all like so much can happen um remember that Dion was literally an art teacher <laughs> for children what yes. two years ago mm -hmm. and um real talk this morning my roommate texted me um a time hop because you know on Facebook it kind of shows you these flashbacks Girl, I want you to look at this photo and tell them what you see. I am, girl. Four years ago, what was I doing? Uh, this girl was literally preparing a I meal. I was a barista. Oh, that's what it is. Yay for barista. I was a barista. With this head wrap thingy on. <laughs> oh, my God. Lauren, I am literally. Yeah. Y'all, a lot can change. Yep. A that lot can change. That was when I moved to Chicago, fairly spontaneously, decided that I was just going to figure it out. Um, this was pre-yoga teacher training. This was pre-Black Girl Gnome. This was pre-anything. Um, and, y'all, when you commit yourself to... Preach on it. Like, your vision, but also when you commit yourself to yourself. Because mm. that's really what it was. Mm. Like, before anything else, I moved to Chicago being like, I can do something here. And I'm going to figure it out, you know? And... A lot of people also don't realize this, but as recently as this time last year, I was actually still working in a restaurant. Yeah, I while remember While also that. doing everything else that yes. I'm doing. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, I'm coming up on my, like, year of, like, really, truly um, being a full-time entrepreneur. Because oh I went back to that job out of fear. Like, I went, I had, I remember I had we almost talked about been a year it. out of it. Yeah. yeah. And I decided, and I realized that when I went back to it, nothing felt right about it. Mm -hmm. Nothing was working. Like, it was just a lot of tension internally, externally. And I was like, oh, guess what? Because I went back to this place from fear of not being able to sustain, sustain myself. yourself. So don't make decisions out of fear, y'all. Again, easier said than done. A little word of advice, though. Yeah. I mean, I think that <laughs> you, too, have to, 
when you really commit to your vision and like you're like, I don't want to work for anybody else, you go into survival mode. Yeah. Like when you go into survival mode, you start tapping into stuff you didn't even know was back back yeah. there. You know them cobwebs. Yes. And you get really really creative. Yeah. And you make a way out of no way. Girl, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. That's what it is. And this kind of is like a segue into one of my recent wins as of yesterday, which I shared with you. Um, I recently chatted with um, this lovely woman at Shape.com, Shape Magazine, um, Ashley Mateo, and you know she's like, oh, we want to feature you for our site and really share like why black girl is important but also more broadly like why you know um a space for black and brown women in wellness is important and she sent me over the article and i was just like oh my goodness the header of it is meet lauren ash one of the most important voices in the wellness industry which is so dead on and it's just so thank you for that <laughs> thank you for, i didn't know you were gonna say that thank you like it was one of those things where like it's just affirming to me because of the work that i do and the necessity of the tradition that I'm a part of, because I'm by no means the only black woman out here, you know, um, creating spaces, spaces and, like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, Black Girl Gnome, don't get me wrong, is super unique. We know that. Like, Black Girl Gnome has, to me, already shifted culture in a lot of really powerful ways. But, you know, when I first entered it, I was inspired by people like Chelsea Loves Yoga, mm-hmm. you know, who's now a friend. And um, now I know, like, Octavia Rahim, who's been doing it for a minute now. Mm-hmm. And, like, just all these phenomenal women who have come before me, but who I'm also a part of it with. But to me, it's just important because of the work that, it, that they're affirming. Like, the, it's a mainstream platform. You know? Yeah, that's also saying like, yeah, this is important and here's yeah. why and just spotlighting. And, you know, one of the things that I shared in my conversation with her was that my hope is that, of course, there will be more like culturally specific spaces where we can like be ourselves, have an immediate sense of belonging and like just speak our experiences without feeling like we have to explain ourselves. Mm. But I also really want more mainstream spaces to also know y'all need to get with the program too and make your space a lot more inclusive for everybody. definitely. And there's actually very simple ways to do that, you Mm -hmm. know? Hire people who don't all look the same. Hire people who um, can, you know, also, like, just bodily too, you know, like, all sizes, all physical um, abilities. Like, to me, it's just really important that there's a diversity in all of the senses within this space. And so, to be able to have that conversation with Ashley was really amazing. So, that literally came out yesterday, you know, it's always nice to get recognition. Um, I um, feel like we maybe spoke about this, but I'm also, did we, I don't, I can't remember like when we stopped having the podcast last season, but I'm also a Nike trainer. So I'm I always think about that too. Yeah. I'm like, what, what do we share? It's okay. I might share it again. Yeah. (laughs) But um, it's a win. Yeah. It's a win. Um, I am their only yoga teacher, which is fun. So um, I guide sessions for them with different activations and stuff and, it's just been so fun working with them and just really affirming as well. And it's really great to also invite so many people mm-hmm. in our Black Girl Home Chicago community out to events and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really just like expanded, you know, the capabilities um, of the work that I'm doing. And it's really affirming, too, because, like, I've only been teaching yoga for three years. I definitely, like, have still have, like, insecurities around it because, you know, the comparison thing, which we're going to talk about yes, we are. separately <laughs> on another episode. But, like, you know, like... I definitely have areas of growth that I know that I want to do and I want to do more training this year. But to know that, you know, people view me as a great yoga teacher (laughs) is really amazing. I think, first of all, I love that too, because I think that um, a lot of times people feel like, oh, because I haven't been in the game or in this field for a particular amount of time, I'm not worthy. Girl, when God wants to elevate you, like, let him do so. I mean, there's something about you that is unique, that Mm -hmm. is needed. And sometimes it's not about how much, I mean, how long you've been doing it. It's about your experience. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And sometimes you don't need all that time. You just got it. Some yeah. people just got it. Yeah. Girl, you got it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because it's definitely something I love doing. And I want to, like, really deepen it. I want to yeah. bring it to the next level definitely. this next year. Um, so I'm really excited to do that. So And we have, we're going to be working on this huge, huge, huge project. Yes. We're going to lace y'all up soon, but we we're not going to tell y'all right yet. now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Can't stand you. I would oh say another God. win for our whole team. Um, and FYI, like, if you didn't know right now, there are nine amazing women on the Black Girl Gnome team. Um, I think a lot of people 
see myself and Dion, you know, certainly like in many ways, like we're the most visible Mm -hmm. people on the team, but we have an incredible team um, and they really help amplify and push everything forward. So shout out to all of those amazing ladies. I know, um, man. Yeah. A major one for our team is that we just kicked off our first book club experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And shout out to Chelsea Johns, our um, publication editor for really conceptualizing what this would look like. Um, we have over 400 women who have signed up. That's unbelievable. Um, Insane. From all over, like all over. Yeah. And we kicked it off with Latham Thomas's book, Own Your Glow. It's phenomenal. It's such a great read. We're actually going to be having her on the show, a little sneak peek. So look forward to that chat. But um, we hopefully will be continuing the book club in different iterations um, for the next year and into the future. So, you know, we're definitely open to your thoughts on what your experience has been like, what you'd like to see in the future and all of that jam. But just important for us to read, you know, it's important for us to share ideas. It's important for us to um, engage ourselves in conversations that are important. And we felt like this was a great, important book to start with. So Mm -hmm. any other wins? I mean, there's so many wins. That's too many. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's too many wins. Um, Girl, I don't even know. (laughs) I feel like every week is like, oh, um, I, I got to model for Artifact Uprising. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them, but they're like this amazing like print establishment. Yes. They're amazing. So my husband and I got to model for them, which is hilarious because Eric Loki wants to be a model. Oh, um, okay. And he's lost all that weight. So he's yeah. like, I'm like, okay, I see you, boy. You know, looking all slim and up. He looks like a model, though. It's, it's funny. Um, yes. So we got to do that. And then I modeled for this, like, other hair thing. I don't even remember. But I was like, okay, let me get these coins. It's just fun. Modeling is fun. You just sit there. You know, people just tell you what to do. Great. You make that coin. Yes. And then you black with your fro. It's just great. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I keep saying Cardi B Cardi. is, like, embedded in my <laughs> way of saying things. I was looking at her Instagrams. Girl, um, is she not the funniest thing? Night. She's so funny. She is the fu- She was like, I'm making beauty. And I'm she's like, just like what? real too. Like she's that's like not why people love around. her. No, yeah. that's why people love her. Yeah. She's like, baby, post with no makeup on. I'm like, let them know, yes. Cardi B. Let them know. Yes, yes. <laughs> but um, you guys, woo, I feel like we have updated y'all with like a lot so of much. a lot of meat, you know. Um, and I hope you guys are inspired by the conversations. Yes. Um, inspired by what we've learned from. We'd love to hear what you guys have been learning, you know, for the past three months. And if you do want to get in touch, just shoot an email, you know, over to hello at blackgirlgnome.com. Yes. And we will get it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, and I also wanted to note, too, like, if you love what you hear, if you uh, just want to affirm, you know, the messages that, you might receive from our conversations just leaving us a review on itunes makes a big difference not just because it's like hey y'all i love what you're doing but like the more reviews that you have and especially the higher ratings the more people find it yes and we believe that what we're sharing about on this conversation um on this podcast needs to reach more you know black and brown women all around the world so it's about that um, so if you could do that, that'd be amazing. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Yes. So thankful for y'all, for the community, for the love. Um, and yeah. Talk to you soon. All right. Hey guys, to stay in touch with the Black Girl and Ome, be sure to follow us on our amazing website at www.blackgirlandome.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Black Girl and Ome. Special thank you to Post Loudness. We're a part of this collective of independent audio shows by people of color, women, and queer identified hosts. There are so many great stories that people of color, women, and queer folks want to tell, but don't always have a place to share them. Post Loudness creates this community of unique voices within audio. Also, love to Aline Kaze, our amazing audio engineer. Special love to Kali B and Peter Espenson for the songs you hear throughout the show. Much love to Post Loudness co-founder Cher Vincent, Alex Cox, and James C. Green. And don't forget to breathe easy this week, y'all.